Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey, good morning, everybody. How, how's everybody feeling today? I'm so glad you're all here. Uh, actually, it's good evening. I'm sorry. I'm off. Anyway, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have a paranormal need, we can help you out. It might take us a couple days to get to you because California is a big state. But uh, we will get to you. It's never more than one or two days. So, you know, but the way we rectify that also is we, we do have psychics on staff who can do remote reads. So in that case, you know, they'll get on the phone with you and talk to you about what may or may not be going on. And uh, some, in some cases, they, they can settle stuff down for you as well. Okay. That being said, if you are watching today from, from Facebook, and a lot of you are, Please be sure to hit that follow button if you haven't done so already. Uh, YouTube, if you're watching from YouTube, please be sure to hit that subscribe button. We're trying to reach that thousand goal and get rolling on this, man. We're really close now. I can taste it. It's so exciting, right? Really, totally exciting. So, uh, yeah, if you're watching from TikTok, uh, same thing. Hit the, the double tap that, that screen with, for those likes. Also, the other thing is uh, comment during the show as you're watching the show. Be sure to comment. Be sure to leave me happy faces. Show me some love because what that does is it puts us up higher in the algorithm and uh, puts us out to more people. All right. One more thing is if, you know, if you like what you see today, I, like I said, follow and all that good stuff. But uh, if you like what you if you like what you see, see today and here, please be sure to share us. Share us with your neighbor. Share us with your, your roommate or whoever's in the house with you. We're just trying to get the word out about this show. And like I like to say at the end, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hate the show, share it with five of your enemies because I'm an equal opportunity. All right. My guest today, I'm really excited to have them on. Do Reverend Dr. Nicole and Michael Sebastian. And it's all about dreams. It's all about how to take your dreams and, and you know, write them down in the morning and use them, interpret them and use them in, in your normal life. Because sometimes a dream can kind of direct you. This is something I'm learning too. So I'm going to have them on right now. They are waiting and uh, in the green room, and away we go. Hey, Charlotte, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Hey, Charlotte. Thanks for having us on. It's good to have you. I really appreciate this. Oh, yeah. Our pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Ted. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's nice. It's not too hot. It's going to start heating up again, but uh, it shouldn't be too badly hot. But, it, it, you know, it's still hot. You know, but it's, it's been nice the last couple of weeks. And I think this is, a, you know, how the weather goes through like a last gasp. And I think this is the last gasp for the hot weather. So I'm really excited about it. I did not, and I was I was thinking about that when when I woke up. I'm having some really odd dreams that you know, of course, you know, I'm not I, that don't make a lot of sense, and and so, but I think it's because I'm stressed out over stuff. So, you know, because I, I know how even emotions can affect you with dreams, right? So is the dream team, 
Right. Um, mainly because uh, we teach dreams, how to utilize and how to use your dream signs and intuition for knowingness, how to know something you want to know, you know, what your new career is going to be or whether you should move to a new state or California or New York or what the new relationship is about. Everybody wants to know something, which stock to buy in the market. We teach them how to monitor and utilize their dream signs and intuition to get the answers they're seeking. And dreams is really special um, for me because I had a dream years ago when I was teaching in Texas at, at a college. I had a dream of a girl, and her name was Nicole with blonde hair and brown eyes, and she was studying to be a personal trainer at the time. And I jotted the whole dream down because it was it was a lucid dream. It was very, very clear. Mm-hmm. And flash forward three years, and in three years, I was teaching another semester of sociology, just beginning the semester, and who walked in but Nicole, the dream girl, from the dream, blonde hair, brown eyes, her name's Nicole, mm-hmm. and I did not remember a single thing. It didn't flash for me because it had been three years since I had that dream and probably a half a million dreams since then. So what happened for me was as the semester went on, I started having flashes of, they call them deja vu, which Mm -hmm. means in French, I'm already having seen like, man, I've been here before. This feels really familiar. Mm -hmm. Why does it feel so familiar to me? And it had to do with that dream that I had that was prophetic from three years prior, showing me that I would meet Nicole and that would change my life. It would turn 180 degrees and I'd go down a different road and we ended up getting married. And that's when I knew the dreams were important, the dreams were prophetic, and I needed to really, really pay attention to all my dreams because they were showing me where my life was going to go. You know, that interests me in that I never really thought of dreams as being, you know, um, prophetic like that. I always thought, I always thought dreams were just like a, a thing with, you know, with your subconscious to, to help you relax and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now they're, uh, they're not only prophetic, they, uh, they really come from a, another, in a way, another dimension. They come down through another dimension, and they come through the astral plane all the way down to the physical plane. And what happens is the message is of, in many cases, answers to what we're looking for, or the message is showing me that this is where I'm going to be going or where I'm going to next be living and who with. Very prophetic. Yeah, dreams are are the key. People overlook them. But if you do, you know, you really do your homework and you go back and start studying dreams, every, every major society on this planet and the Greeks and the Romans and everyone studied dreams and they took them very seriously. Only partially because of the the church, the Catholic Church Mm -hmm. put a damper on them and gave them a negative spin because... You know, if you have your dreams, what do you what do you need the church for? What do you need direction for? Right. If, if you have an inner spiritual guide, why do you need a priest telling you what to do? The, you know, it's a rhetorical question. You don't need them at all. So the uh, the church the church put a negative spin 
in, they all came along and started studying dreams again and uh, brought them back into prominence. Today, they're, they're finally gaining a foothold again in terms of being a tool that shows us where we're headed. Now, I never thought about this. And, you know, obviously, you, you had the prophetic dream about me, about me, me and Nicole. And um, I'm really interested in that dream in particular. Uh, is, this what, is, this what, is this what started you to study this? And then how, how, how did you get to the point where, where you're at now? Okay, wow. so that's how quick it went. So it was based on 
KRW. You know, KRW and then some, some numbers. Sure. KRW are the actual initials of his ex-wife. Wow. Okay. So he didn't tell me this at the time, but he's walking me back to the car. And I didn't tell him about my knowingness. I had to play it cool. So uh, we walked back to the car and KRW, and he knew that was a sign with a message for himself, letting him know it was going to be a significant, letting him know rather, a significant relationship. Okay. So I had the sign, the, the intuition, but I said nothing. Then he had a sign, and he said nothing. But so we went forward with like, okay, it just felt right to them. Like I said, we were engaged and then married. Then a couple of years in, when I became a fitness trainer is when he started having deja vu because in the dream I was a fitness trainer. Mm-hmm. When we initially hooked up, I was not. So, so it was based on the intuition and the sign and the dream. And that's why he said our story is the story. It's like the whole thing put together is how we manifested Trust Yourself. And the compulsion from within, knowing this is a mission and it's a message, and people need to know these things. People need this message. People need the message of trust yourself and that using dream signs and intuition, you can confirm anything you want to know. You can ask a question before you go to sleep. You can track a dream. You can set up a sign if you want to know if you should get the vaccine, if you should move to Texas, Mm -hmm. is your deceased sister in heaven? Or hell, or and is she okay? Do I possibly have, um, you know, I've got this pain over here. Should I go have an X-ray? You know, anything a person is wondering. You know, um, is that person the one for me? Is their profile legit online, etc., etc. We can get our information from Dream Signs Intuition, and it's foolproof, and it's hundred percent knowingness. Now you don't bet the farm on a dream. However, you can confirm your data. You can track your data, and this is exactly the methodology we teach through our Modern Day Mystery School, which is entitled Divine Guidance Institute and Wellness Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, even the atheist dream. So, so the tools are universal, and they're innate, and it's a matter of, of knowing it, and then and then practicing harnessing your power, and and utilizing it so it so it uh, becomes a a predominant. Thing in everyone's life, you know. Let me, let me ask you this: Why are there dreams that we remember we don't remember? You know. experiences 
when we don't uh, remember our dreams, is, is that is that a way for our brain to say, look, I'm, uh, you know, I'm giving you the stuff that 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 you can write down and take a look at. This other dream doesn't really matter. It's just it's just it's just filler, maybe. shuffles the symbols 
extreme. Otherwise, it would just be pure truth coming through, and it's often too much to handle. So that's why, here's a good example. I had a client, oh, and she loves her beer. Oh, loves her beer. Anyway, she has a dream. The neighbor is drunk. The neighbor's running around the neighborhood. The neighbor's dad is mad. The police come. Oh, my God. Dot, 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 dot. All this about the neighbor. Anyhow, during our session, and then we do the dream, and the message, it was, it was her. The whole dream was about her and her alcohol issues and behaviors and how detrimental they are, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So the dream sensor, being a good friend, it removed, one like once removed, it's the neighbor. No, no, it was her. But uh, so often, and anyway, that's what the dream sensor does. It softens the blow, makes us think it's our neighbor instead of ourselves type of thing. But once you start working with your dreams, you get, you know, comfortable and, oh, no, that's about me, not the neighbor type thing, you know. You can, a lot of truth comes in, and so um, you got to be ready to handle that truth, essentially. Okay, so as we talk about, you know, categorizing these dreams and going through them, the, the, sometimes the, there's not straight straight directions in these dreams to go with. So how do you interpret all that? We've got a great two-step, a two-step technique. Number one, it's based on word association. What a symbol means to you. Mm-hmm. The second piece is simply what's going on in your life now. What was on my mind yesterday? What am I trying to figure out today? What was I thinking about? So it's really the two-step. The, the, uh, the symbols you use, word association, what it means to you, mm-hmm. and then what's going on in my life now. And that'll clue you into the, to the, um, to the message for the dreamer. Michael, did you want to add? It's, it's simply uh, also the simple in that two-step technique is write the list down in a journal. You know, so there's water, and there happens to be an airplane, and there ha- you write all these symbols down, and at, at the end, you kind of take a look at them, and right next to them really quickly without mentalizing it too much, you just say, well, what does water mean to me? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it maybe it means, oh, I love it, because it means cleansing. And, and other people, you know, th- th- someone else would say, well, I almost drowned a month ago, so water means death to me. So it's going to be very different for each and every dreamer. But I just simply write the symbols down and then look at them. And then at the end, ask the question, what is going on now in my life? And usually, you will intuitively pick up on the theme of the dream, what it means and what it's trying to tell you. And if not, give it a few hours, shut your journal, and later in the day or the next day, it'll come in what the meaning of that dream is. And pretty soon you get pretty quick at it. After a while you're able to interpret dreams almost immediately as as they're occurring. So let me give you two examples, okay? Um, uh, As, you know, fitness trainers, one of my, you know, credentials that we were just talking about. So anyhow, you know, there's like 20, I don't know, there's thousands of diet options out there, you know. Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers and Atkins and blah, blah, blah. What diet, what diet, what diet, what diet? Okay. Really, to answer that question, it's any diet that you're able to stick to is the one you should do. Because some are easier. What You know, one is easier for this person versus that. So that's really which one you do, the one you can mm-hmm. stick to. But anyway, that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say, so I had this dream. Okay. And all 
wondering about which diet plan was best for me at this time. This was when we lived in Phoenix. This is probably like 20 years ago, but it's a real good depiction. Anyhow, the message of the dream was simply, Nicole, quit flip-flopping and pick and pick one of the dreams. Pick one of the diets, rather. Please get on with it. It was like too much impulse, too much, you know, thinking. It was, you know, just pick one. That's why the flip-flops and I'm sitting in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. So there's your whole message on that dream. Now, I'm going to give you two others because sure. it's important. It'll give a flavor for, the, for your listeners. Sure. Okay. Here's the one. Oh, this is, this is before Michael. But this one was so prominent. This was one of my, my, it was actually the very first dream that let me know, oh, my God, this is how beneficial dreams are. Okay. I was dating someone. And it was cool, and it was, you know, hot and heavy for like six months. This is before internet. This is before cell phones, okay? This is in the, the late 90s. Anyway, so we're dating. Not the late 90s, the early 90s. Anyway, we're dating, and it's New Year's Eve. It's during the day, and it's like, okay, cool. I'll pick, pick you up later at the house, and we'll go out. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. All right. See you later. Okay. And so that New Year's Eve comes and goes. Mm -hmm. All right. The, the guy, my boyfriend, Franklin, never shows. He never shows, never calls. To this day, I've never spoken to this person again in my life. Okay. Mm -hmm. He just, whoop, totally flakes. This is ghost, whatever word you want to use. So ghosting was going on back then, too, let me tell you. So anyway. <laughs> I was really, really uh, messed up, distraught. Oh, my God, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Is he dead? Is he alive? Is he, it, what happened? No, you know what, Nicole? He just didn't want to see you anymore, okay? That's really what's going on here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, you wonder, because our whole thing is how to know. How to know how to know. You can know anything that you're wondering about by using these tools. So, and I don't know anything about dreams at this point. But anyway, on day four of me crying and being a basket case, and I'm upset, and I, I was even living with Heather at this time. The same one, same roommate when I ran home and told her about Michael. We lived together for a few years, and this is right before Michael, this relationship. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so day four, I have a dream, and I remember the dream, and here's the dream. Franco is in a dream. He has two kids, and in real life, I mean, in the physical life, you know, he has two kids, and he was, he was done with the wife, you know, they were divorcing. Anyway, in the dream, I'm in the dream, he's in the dream, his two kids, his two kids were hand in hand with him, and they were walking in the opposite direction, okay? That's the whole dream. I'm there, he's near the kids, and whoop, they're walking the other way. I wake up, I knew instantly. He got back with his family and was headed in another direction. Makes sense. There's your interpretation of that dream. And then, so, it was so simple and so just beautiful. The beautiful simplicity of the message and the truth. And I was able to, like, breathe, relax. I knew what happened because I was shown. Mm -hmm. I had no doubts. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's like it freed me up. It freed me up so much. And it was so powerful that that's how I, I knew, you know, and then I met Michael and boom, 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 the whole thing, you know, unfolded. But 
he called in. He was a caller from another state, and uh, he said he had not remembered a dream in 40 years, 40 years. You know, I wanted to call BS initially and go, come on now, you remembered something. He, he swore, though, mm-hmm. never remembered a dream. And then we on the show, we gave him and shared a vibrational toning technique, which is really excellent. I can pretty much guarantee if you don't remember your dreams and you want to remember your dreams, you can use this toning technique just before you go to sleep. I'm talking maybe two or three minutes at most. You do it just before you go to sleep. And it, what it does is change the channel on our inner vibrations so that we're open to remembering the dreams. So, you know, it, cha- it changes the channel from Netflix to Paramount. And suddenly the dreams are coming in on Paramount. And what it is, it goes like this. I'll give you a demo. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath, and on the out breath, it's H U, like the name Hugh, uh-huh. like Hugh Jackman. Uh-huh. And we tone it like that. You can do it at your own pitch, whatever that is, is correct. And you can do it inwardly, like silently. If you don't want to do it out loud, or you can do it like I mentioned. And if you do that for a few minutes, I'm talking two to three minutes, maybe six, seven years before you go to sleep, day one, day two, you'll start remembering your dreams. That guy who never remembered any dreams for 40 years uh, sent us an email the next day saying for the first time in his life he remembered three dreams, Mm -hmm. and he hewed. That's all he did was hew. You can use that toning technique for... uh, for tuning into your dreams, you, 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 you just before you go to sleep, and if you have trouble sleeping even, you can use the hue for insomnia, and you may hue for five minutes, and it'll be the last thing you remember, because the hue will put you right to sleep. That's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Now, as far as these dreams go that you have, uh, that we have, rather, uh, what about different times of year? I mean, like, like we're talking about the... The equinox, and we're looking at you know the solstice and things like that. So, can those affect our dreams? Nick, you want to take the solstice part? Yeah, oh yeah, one of my favorites. You bet. So glad you you brought this up. Okay, every solstice and every equinox, in other words, when the seasons change quarterly, signs proliferate for each soul on the planet. Let's mm-hmm. just stick with humans and signs right now, okay? So, we just had the, the autumn uh, equinox last, let's see, on the 22nd, on September 22nd at 2.49 a.m. Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> the signs, because we all have dream signs and intuitions daily, whether we remember or not or recognize them or not, okay? So, what happens is right around the time of the solstices and the equinoxes, the signs proliferate. In other words, right before the, um, the equinox and right after, like the two weeks, like 10 days before and 10 weeks after, the signs increase and it actually shows you a snapshot of your next quarter. And I'll give you an example. There's a, a friend of ours and this is when we lived in Phoenix and this too was, I don't know, maybe 18 years ago or something. Anyway, and she called one morning. She's like, Nicole, my, my palm tree is laying across my front lawn. I'm like, she's like, what? What the heck does this mean? 
And you know, people that know us, people close to us, we all we all have a thing like, what's the message? When something happens, it's what's the message? What's the message? So she's wondering what the message was. Well, here's here here we go. Palm tree uproots laying across the lawn. Your life's about to be uprooted in some manner, and it's giving you a heads up. It does not mean something negative. No, no, no. But here's what happened. The rest of the story, as Paul Harvey always said, the rest of the story is simply one approximately one month later, her husband got a promotion, and they ended up moving across the country. Yes, boom, 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 just like that. So when you interpret these, you know, messages from dream signs or intuition, you know, they also reveal prophecy, the future, etc., and, and, um, so that was how you decode that. But here's the thing, and I, a client asked us today earlier, uh, I was on the phone, you know, a client. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and, uh, something happened, and he was like, so how do you, how do you know, like, that that maybe is a, a sign type of thing? If something happens that's a coincidence, okay, mm-hmm. right off rip, it means there's a message, okay? So any coincidence that someone experiences, there's, there's a message, okay? And all that means is two two similar events, you know, occurring simultaneously type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing is, if something occurs that is so effing bizarre, and it caught your attention because it's so bizarre, there's a message, like the palm, like the palm tree. You know, that was in a bizarre event. She wakes up, the palm tree's laying, you know, da 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 Right, right. Message. So, that's, so it's not like, oh my God, my shoe's untied. What is that? No, that's just your shoe's untied, you know. So that, those are the two things you can use as a guideline to know if there's an actual message. Coincidence or it's so bizarre, you know, that it caught your attention. And a way to look at uh, signs is we call them wake, waking dreams. In mm-hmm. other words, okay, we're allegedly awake, so we can't go into a REM state and dream. And what do we do? When we, what do we get while we're awake? Uh, we don't have dreams to depend on. Well, we do. They're called waking dreams or signs. Like the examples Nicole just gave you. Suddenly we get a sign or like her, seeing her license plate with my ex-wife's initials. That's a sign. Right. And if, if we begin to notice the signs daily that some people call them coincidence or synchronicity, sign, kismet, there's probably... 20 words for it, but the reason that they exist is that quantum physics will tell you, and this part's been proven, it's not a lot of quantum, is still speculation because they don't have some of the technology to prove it, but um, everything is connected, they have proved that, a guy named John Bell proved it, quantum physicist maybe 50 years ago, he proved uh, quantum entanglement, everything is connected, everything. So when you, you when you hear the sentence like you see on the cops asking, you know, I wonder if these events are connected. I mean, the question speaks volumes of ignorance because it's already been proven. Of course, they're connected. The fact that you don't see the connections doesn't mean that they aren't connected. 
curve of six degrees of separation. It's kind of a theory out there now. Like, oh, things are six degrees of separation. If you go six different people, you'll run into your answer. In other words, the first and sixth person will know each other or have a friend of a friend that knows each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of a social experiment or sociology that they ran many, many years ago. And it's, uh, it is valid. And if we look around for the connections, we will see that. And that's that's how we can use signs on a daily basis, just like dreams. Mm-hmm. And they're a very, very useful tool because they're giving us messages. Now, what about online dating? Because people are really into that. So uh, how can you title this into online dating? <laughs> hey, Nick, uh, how about online dating? Uh, can you use signs for online dating? Oh, yeah, it's a great way to confirm because, oh, my gosh. Who isn't lying about their stuff, like mm-hmm. puffing themselves up? Like, you know, it's like, holy moly. So how do you know someone's online profile is legit? Or they themselves, even when you're talking or if you're texting or if you're going to meet for coffee or what, whatever. It's like, it's like an uncertain time will say that nonetheless. So you can use your these uh, dream signs and, and intuition to confirm. You can do, uh, you can program a dream, like tonight's for bed. You've got the hue, uh, the technique Michael shared, the hue, and we'll get more into that in a little bit. But um, you hue before bed. Hue is simply hue. You can hue out loud or silently, and it aligns your atoms. To, to, to tell you what it does, that's exactly what it does. Like you tune up a car, you change the spark plugs, that, 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 so it runs smoother. By hewing, you actually tune up your central nervous system, which breaks down all the way to just quantum particles, you know, atoms, etc. So, when things are running smooth and you're humming, you know, if you've ever met someone, they got a good vibe, oh my gosh, or they got a bad vibe, woo, you're picking up on their vibe, and literally, you're picking up on their vibration, mm-hmm. and and whether it's, it's, you know, harmonious or not, good, positive, etc. So, Set up a dream, you hue, do a couple of hues, then you ask the question, you know, should I meet John Smith tomorrow at 5 o'clock? Because maybe it's a tentative plan. Maybe John John Smith asked somebody out tomorrow, you know, hey, you want to meet me? Let's meet tomorrow. So uh, programming the dream should be very specific. Should I meet John Smith tomorrow at 5? You know, or should I, you know, should I just, in general, should I continue talking to John Smith? type of thing, and if John Smith is listening, and, you know, uh, everyone's names, we're, we're going on anonymity here, and all, all names have been changed, okay, so we'll just make that announcement, but anyway, so, um, yes, you ask, and then, you, you know, you have a dream, you got to remember the dream, you have to have a, a true desire, you know, part of this is with sincerity, you're really desiring, or yearning, or curious, or sincere, you know, you're, you're going to you're going to remember these things a little more easily than um, than uh, just some light curiosity. Nonetheless, the curious curiosity 
know, if I should bother with this person, mm -hmm. meeting this person, continuing this relationship, or what mm -hmm. have you. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds silly, and it sounds like, come on now, but in a minute, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to elaborate, and Michael's going to, you know, he loves to talk about his quantum physics, so we're going to, you know, go there in just a moment about this, but let me just say, mm -hmm. soul, which is the essence of what we are, and it's, it's really just energy, okay? Anyway, soul doesn't operate on a timeline. Soul has access to past, present, and future simultaneously. So, soul actually knows ahead of time what you and your physical body are going to run into. Soul knows that you're going to see a billboard later or a bumper sticker or a child sticker of a purple turtle. Mm -hmm. Is that, so, it's all connected, in other words. It knows ahead of time what you're going to see, and if you don't see the purple turtle, you'll, you're also getting your message as well. But you would never set up a sign like, I need to see an apple, and then go to the grocery store. Like, you got to use some common sense type of thing. But everything's based on, on quantum, as Michael was mentioning. You know, you know ahead of time what you're going to see, so that's kind of how that works. It's not like magic. It's very scientifically based, actually. Michael, did you want to comment? Yeah, just being uh, present in the moment when you're, for example, when we, we lived in Hollywood for a few years and uh, doing different shows and stuff, and we uh, were going to hook up with an agent, and he's a good agent. He represented uh, a lot of A-listers, Michael Jackson at the time, blah, blah, blah. So we should have been genuflecting and very grateful. However, when we met with him, the signs, the vibrations showed us that he was, he was not for us. We did not click, and it, it was very, very clear. And we, we certainly were paying attention to the science at the time, and we ended up not going with that agent, mainly because we got the message, he's not for us, it's not going to, uh, it's not going to work out. So that's how we made most of our decisions, and it really saved us a lot of grief. And, it, you know, like, like Nick had mentioned, it goes back to uh, quantum physics, like attracts like. In other words, if we're looking for a certain thing, it should have the vibration that's attracted, that's attracted to me because I'm seeking that mm -hmm. thing. And if, if it's out of alignment, it's not going to feel right. It's not going to feel right. It'll feel off. And then if I notice the signs, well, on the way to the meeting, my car ran out of gas. Mm -hmm. On the way to the meeting... Uh, I had a flat tire. Those are all signs like, hey, whoa, this isn't for you. Most people just blow it off, keep, keep pushing through that door. Uh, but then it ends up a big fight. And when we look back, we notice, wow, the signs were really clear. Why didn't I pay attention? And there it is. Everything's like that, actually. It's fascinating. I apologize for the dog in the background, but I have an 18-year-old um, rat terrier that's got dementia. <laughs> Oh, he's he's very vocal today for some reason. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This all it's all true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, to let, just to let people on radio land know, I'm not torturing my animals. He's just that's what he does. Sometimes it's late at night, so kind of better during the day. You know, divorce rates are sky high. Why would you say most re most relationships fail? And how can you be certain to pick the right mate? Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, you're just hitting all the good stuff today. For real, Charlotte. So, okie dokie. of consciousness. Everyone's got a state of consciousness. And it goes back to atoms and vibrations and, and, and physics again. But 
operate within an individual. Okay, that's what the state of consciousness is based upon. And it's reflected outwardly in everything we like, in our thoughts, in our hates, and everything else. Such as, my favorite color is periwinkle, and I have a master's degree, and I have four brothers, and I love Jesus, and I believe in reincarnation, and I want to get married, and my favorite place is Hawaii, and my favorite food is pizza, and I want, and I live in Chicago, and I want to go to Tahiti, and so all of these things, I love the golf, I love camping, my favorite hotel is the Marriott, all of these things, this is how the state of consciousness is reflected outwardly, okay? So, to answer your question, then I'm going to get into it a little more. When we pick a mate that has a similar SOC, state of consciousness, we are rest assured to have a pretty gosh darn harmonious relationship, even with friends. That's not just love. We're talking friends, etc. So, when we pick someone without a similar SOC, it's not going to be harmonious. And that's typically what people do. They they base their choices on something simple, like, oh, does he have a good job? Or, oh, he's cute, and nothing else. And so you can date for a minute, and things are cool, and then after about a month, things go south. It's like this, that, and the other. So states of consciousness, similar, harmonious when they're not. That's why the guys need the man cave, mm-hmm. and the girls need a girl's night out. It's the only way we can all tolerate each other over a length of time. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have extracurricular things you do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the reason why typically we have to have our man cave mm-hmm. and girls night out is, like I said, to tolerate each other over a long period of time. So, if we start basing our choices upon things of a higher nature or more more of the truth. Like, here's an example. Again, long before Michael, this is when we lived in Texas, and um, I was I met someone at the gym, so you'd think, oh, you guys got that in common, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. This is exactly the line of thinking. And he asked me out, okay, great, we were going to go out. And he said, oh, why don't we go camping? And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm secretly thinking, I don't want to pitch a tent. <laughs> I want to go to the Ritz-Carlton. Right. That's more my vibe. But it was a new relationship. I'm trying to be loving and accommodating. So I'm like, yeah, okay. But I'm thinking like, oh, my God. So anyway, we never made it to that date, okay? That was like going to be in, in a week. And between that week, we got real honest with each other on the phone. Again, this is before cell phones and everything else. But um, we got real honest and said, hey, you know, we don't we don't jive, so let's just not even go further. And then, and then it ended before it started. So that's cool that we had the wherewithal to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's not about the, the pitching the tent or the risk. It's about what those things reflect and what those things stand for. It represents something much greater. And again, it's the state of consciousness. The fact that he loves camping and off-rip, that's the first thing he wanted to do, is fine. But it's, like I said, it represents something that we're very different people. And ultimately, we might have fun for a minute, but it's not going to be cool, and we're going to run into a few bumps. So when you pick someone based on, on different criteria, it's going to save you a lot of heartache. We'll just call it what it is.
what about coincidence? I mean, how do you know that, you know, what, 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 what you dream and then what you encounter out in the real world isn't just a coincidence? Okay. Well, it actually, if it is, then it, it, it can be a confirmation. Let's say you dream of this. Okay, like Michael's, Michael's coincidence of the letters, you know, on the, on the license plate, you know. Right. That was a sign, caught his attention. It's also a coincidence because they're the X's, you know, initials. But it was also mm -hmm. a bizarre sign that caught his attention. And so, so right then you go, hmm. Now, he just knew intuitively, go, and then you go with your intuition. He knew, what is, what is that? And, oh, a strong message relationship. It's going to be a serious relationship. That, that was his takeaway. Strong relationship or serious relationship. Okay. And then, you know, even though we forgot the dream, we found the dream later through the deja vu, and that was a way to confirm it. Oh. And then I had my own confirmation with the intuition. Oh, my God, I married this guy. Oh, he's my soulmate. Da, 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 da. So, you know, when you compare notes or when you track your data, that's why tracking is so important. We call it dream tracking or tracking your data in general. You literally log your, your uh, information, your dream or your sign or your intuition, and you give it a date. And then quarterly, you reflect back, and, and you read your data. You mm -hmm. look at the data, and you'll be amazed. See, this is really where it comes down, and you bring it on home. It's because you're like, you will find out, oh, my God, that was answering this question. I was shown this future moment. I was given this warning. Our whole message is don't get blindsided again. Mm -hmm. Don't get burned, and don't get blindsided, and how to know. So... By using these, these, these heightened tools, these tools of awareness, heightened awareness, you can avoid getting burned and blindsided and make the right choice out of the gate. And sometimes you're still going to get up and not make the right choice, but here you go. You, you still will have been forewarned, and it softens the blow. So right there, you don't even trip. You don't even trip. Like I mentioned, there was a show we were supposed to do before your show. Uh, I don't mean today before your show, but right. in general, you know, a few days before. And I had a feeling it was not happening. I had a feeling. I even emailed the guy. I said, at the day of, I, I emailed him. I said, hey, are we, are we on? Like, is this confirmed? I want to confirm. That's all I said. I want to confirm. Mm -hmm. And he emailed back. And he said, yes, this is confirmation of the show tonight. Yes, yes, yes. And even with his email confirming it, I still, the inner voice said, nope, there's no show tonight. There is no show. And I'm like, really? Okay. And so I, I wait to see. You know, I didn't confront him. You know, I told Michael at 10 o'clock p.m. came and went, and there was no show. We did not do a show. And um, sure enough, I was like, yes, the inner. Like, I, I didn't even care. It was like, that's great. But the inner warned me, and I was aware enough to get the message. Mm -hmm. And that was what was so cool. It superseded any letdown about the show. Because once again, Trust Yourself Tools, and we call it the Trust Yourself System, because it's an actual system of methodology. Mm -hmm. um, it was right on the money once again. And it avoided, you know, we, were, we didn't get burned. We weren't blindsided. You know, we were just gently warned, like, hey. And so it was, it's really cool. And it just changes the outlook. It changes results. Uh, sometimes you can change the thing. Oh, and let me, this is important one thing to mention. If you've ever got a message 
positive. You want to you want to stay in the truth. Don't get me wrong, but you want to put a positive spin on it if you can, um, because we do manifest our entire world. So you always want to try to be upbeat with your things. And another good thing is to bless, bless it. You bless it. You put it into the stream, if you will. Give it to the universe. That way you're not attached, and you kind of um, you decrease your karma. That's that's the bottom line with that thing. Michael, did you want to add anything? Just that because uh, you had mentioned something earlier about uh, coincidences, and how do we know it's not an accident? You know, it comes down to how much truth we can we can really handle. And it's kind of like Nicole had mentioned, which is another whole show. Uh, we manifest our life by what we think and what we see inwardly appears outwardly. And, you know, most people would say, oh, that's cool. That means I can manifest a million dollars in wealth. And of course you can. But at the same time, it requires responsibility. In other words, whatever we see in our life, we have brought it here. There's no accidents, not one on the planet in the last one million years, not one accident. Everything is manifested. Everything is controlled, and we are the ones who control it. So if you think about that for just a moment, you go, wow, that's a lot of responsibility. Exactly. And truth be told, no one on this planet really wants responsibility. So they go, oh, I didn't do that. That was my neighbor. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have occurred if you had not brought it here. Even fearing something, when we fear something, that is the fastest way to draw it right to our doorstep because of the emotion brings that vibration right to our doorstep. So, you know, no fear is, is one of the solutions. Well, here's a question I have for you. Um, I, I know we kind of talked about this in our pre-interview about Scooby-Doo stuff. So, you know, you always say trust yourself, but a lot of people use outside sources for guidance, such as psychics or the Ouija board. Why would, you know, why should we be careful when dealing with outside sources? Oh, absolutely. Great, great, great. So glad you mentioned this. So, you know, number one, we give away our power. Okay, that's first and foremost, mm -hmm. giving away our power to somebody else. Um, or, or another method, like you mentioned, tarot and psychics and mm -hmm. Ouija boards, etc., etc. So, giving away power. But that's not even what it's about. It's about when you use an outside source, you are looking to something else to give you guidance. And there's no one knows you as well as you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so those two things, but that's more psychological than spiritual. Now we're gonna go over here to the spiritual aspect. There's entities, okay? An entity is another name for the word ghost. Alright? It's a it's a deceased you know, soul that's hanging out, doesn't, mm -hmm. doesn't want to go, you know, to the astral plane or causal, you know, where, where it needs to go to the next, next rest stop, it's still hanging out. Right. And usually bugging on people. And so what happens when you, when you, you know, do the Ouija board or the tarot or the psychic, whatever, you literally open yourself up to entities, to ghosts. Okay, and this is how and when they latch on. Let me give you an example. I had a client, this is years ago, and um, she's telling me in the session, like, oh, my little girl, and she's five, and she won't sleep in her bed. All of a sudden, Mom, I see a, a young girl, and she's got messy hair and a dirty dress, and, and she's in my room. And so I said, aha. I said, well, there's an entity in the house. Okay. I said, you know, 
right, right, right. Okay. Well, when the psychic left, the entity stayed. So there you go. It opened up the door, the entity stayed, and here, we, here we've got the entity. And thank God the little girl picked up on it. And so then we did our four-step technique, which I can share with you guys if you want. Or sure. with your listeners. Absolutely. It takes five seconds, and you don't need to be home to do it. You don't even need to. I mean, it's this powerful. And before I share it, I'll say that NBC actually came in and, and they uh, they interviewed the client and her and her daughter. They filmed her sleeping in her room that same night after we did this technique. She was sleeping in her room that night. I mean, of course, SD gone. And and success. And it was an investigative uh, reporter that came in and did the whole piece. It's, it's on our, our website and our YouTube site, um, the, the, uh, the interview. Anyway, here we go. To get rid of an entity or a ghost or for protection, plain old protection, because vibes, vibes you know, blend and mix. All, all someone would do is hue. They'd hue up their aura. Their aura. The aura is an electromagnetic field that we all have. It extends mm -hmm. about three feet from our physical body, and it manifests in colors. There's a camera that can take a photo of the aura and see it. And again, kids see auras. That's why they color outside the lines. Anyhow, so you hue up your aura. Maybe you visualize an a the H-U, 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 you know, throughout the aura. Mm -hmm. Then you wrap yourself in white light like a scarf, then you wrap yourself in reverse mirrors, which I will explain in a minute, and then you say, may the blessings be, and anything that's not of the light must leave, okay, that's the whole thing, and you, you can visualize it for yourself, see your protection, you can do it with, the, with work at the job, you can do it with the car, you can do it with the house, okay, you can't do it for other people, because you're going to violate their, their spiritual psychic space, and you're going to take on their karma and all kinds of so you don't want to do it for other people unless you're a parent and your kids are under 18 that's different okay but anyway all right so back to reverse mirrors you are standing there and there are mirrors around you but they are facing away from you the mirrors are facing outward in other words if i'm looking at you i see a mirror and a reflection of myself so when energy comes toward a person if they're wrapped in reverse mirrors it bounces off the mirror and goes back to the sender, okay? So, again, the four-step technique, you hew up your aura, or you hew up the house. If we're getting rid of the ghost, you're going to hew up the house, the apartment, whatever. And you're going to wrap the house in white light and reverse mirrors, and you're going to say, anything that's not of the light must leave. Ta-da! And so, again, do it for the house, do it for the car, do it for yourself, do it, you know, at the job type of thing to get rid of any negative energy. As a matter of fact, if you rent a hotel room, you should do it when you before you walk in that hotel room. If you're going to move into a new house or a rental, you want to you want to use that technique before you move in. If you're going to buy a used car, you want to do it with the car. That's why. Oh my God, I, I bought a car and it was fine, but it's a lemon and now it's breaking down. It's because the vibrations of the person that owned that car are still holding on and it doesn't mesh with the new owner's vibes. That's why all of a sudden, the, you know, the light bulb went out on the blinker and the muffler and mm -hmm. it's the vibrations and, and disharmony. So, so anyway, you can use the technique for lots of good stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. And what about UFOs and aliens? Ah, Michael's favorite. Michael, you want to take this one? UFOs have been around forever, Charlotte. 
homework, which most people don't do really, or they may touch on it lately, or they see a special by you know on CNN or something. But if you really go back and research all the way back in, 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 in five thousand years with the Egyptians and stuff, they had drawings of UFOs and and references to them in all of their stuff. Most societies have, and uh, today it's a lot more prominent. You know, a lot of the information is being released now, finally. The government's held it for, I don't know, 50, 60 years, and they kept it on the down low in uh, New Mexico, White Sands, uh, up in Dulce, New Mexico, and uh, UFOs and aliens that, that have crashed and landed. And I used to research it personally for three or four years in undergraduate school, and they had big maps up on the walls. And used to go out. I've seen some UFOs fairly close, up close over lakes, flying over lakes, hovering. I get pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, with Nicole and I have run into a few uh, humanoids who look like us, but they're alien, and you can't really tell unless you're able to... Uh, pick up on their vibrations, and it's real different. It's an alien vibration. We ran into some in Austin, Texas, as a matter of fact. So I can, I know, I know the aliens have been here forever. I know it personally. I can tell people, but I'm only telling them, and they don't know. They go, oh, really? And I could refer them to them. Maybe they read a book, but you still don't know unless you actually do your research and in some way have an experience. And then you go, oh, my God. And they have been here forever. A lot of this stuff starting to be released now. My guess is that we're going to get to maybe meet the aliens publicly pretty soon, like soon, soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, the government's getting everybody ready for that. And they've, they've known they've been around forever. They've reverse engineered a whole bunch of their stuff. So a lot of the crafts we now see are really our own government crafts. Dictionary for the word human. The word human actually means 
called Hugh, and they would hue at the Sphinx from dusk until dawn as a society to harmonize things. So the hue has a lot of, of rich history attached to it, and um, like the origin, okay, and a sacred universal name for God, and so there you go with all the history, the research, etc. And but here we go. We've modernized that. You know, we've taken it a step further. We call it one magic word. Right. We call it one step solution, and we call it one step therapy. That's even the title of one of our books. One step therapy. Just say hue. When someone hues, hue out loud or silently. They can use it for stress, insomnia, anxiety, PTSD, suicide suicidal ideation, depression, mm-hmm. I want to quit smoking, you know, I don't want to be so mad, I want to, I need help studying, I need help with focus, etc., etc. You can use this hue technique, just like I showed you, hue, that simple, for any of the aforementioned, and it changes you from the inside out because it goes right to the central nervous system right to the atoms and subatomic particles and harmonizes things. Mm-hmm. And anything that's negative can't stay. It can't stay when you've got this positive vibration going on. And I'll tell clients come, oh my God, I want to bring down my methadone dose. Oh my God, I'm not smoking as much crack. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not smoking as many cigarettes. Oh, I'm not fighting with my boyfriend as much. And it goes on and on and I'm sleeping better. I don't have insomnia. Um, now that I hue before bed, you know, here's some actual testimonials. Um, when I wake up, the Xanax is still on the nightstand, and the Diet Coke is still unopened, and the ashtray is still empty. So, it's imperative to share this with your listeners. The hue for one-step therapy and anything else they need to use it for, even the dream recall or, or stopping nightmares. Another way to know and use it for your intuitive enhancements and connecting with G.O.D. or the universe okay. by yourself. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you doing the interview. I learned so much today. Oh, it's our pleasure. Our hey, pleasure. thank you. Thanks for having us on. Charlotte, and um, if you'd like, you know, much i really appreciate it and uh, we'll have to get john and on a later date
Okay, guys, I want to thank them for coming on again. I really appreciate them coming on. And at the end, I will show their contact information. And they do have four books out as well. And if you're interested in, in their program, uh, check out their website. And I'll, I'll give you that address as well. But uh, I learned so much about dreams. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. And I'm, I'm going to have to go through all this stuff. We start writing down my own dreams, right? Everybody needs to write their dreams down. Maybe it can lead us to bigger and better things. All right, that being said, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're here, uh, equal, equal opportunity here at California Hunts Radio. And we're just trying to get the word out about our show. So I really appreciate it. But in the meantime, um, I will see you tomorrow. See ya.